Okay, guys, let's go back to the bottom of that bed bed for a moment, just the opinion of Rabbi Akiva, when it comes to uh, when we say Mashi uh, Baruch, and which relates to when we have the Nisar Halam. Rabbi Akiva, Merbe Shishi Bechagumaskir, the second to last line of the bed, he says we do it on the sixth day of Sukkot. Because on the sixth day, it says in the plural about the libations, referring to two different nisachim, one is wine, one is water. So that fact we have two together, so I guess that's going to lead us to focus on water, and water is rain, so we'll say Masha um, Baruch. So how about, how do you know that Unsachah refers to two separate types of libations? Maybe it means two wine libations. There's no Sabalak Rabbi Dubin Bitera. No, he agrees on some level with Rabbi Dubin Bitera. The Amar Ramize Maya says there's a hint to uh, water already. The Gvar says on Gav Gimel Amnala, if you Sabalak Rabbi Dubin Bitera, name a Gvate. If you hold like Rabbi Dubin Bitera, so just say like him. And he had the whole idea about being on the second day of Chag with the Mem and the Yud and the Mem. So why don't you just agree with him? Gvar says no. Kasav Rabbi Kiva, Kiktiv Nisuch Yitera, Beshish Yutuchtiv. There's no good Rabbi Kiva, he agrees with the basic principle, but he says the extra Nisuch. The extra libation is on the sixth day, not on the second day, and therefore uh, he focuses on that one. Okay, Yofi, Gemara says, Tanya, have a bright Rabbi Nathan Omer Bakodesh Haseich Nesach Shechar Lashem. It says in the uh, in Bamibar Perakavchet, you might recognize this from the uh, from uh, the leaning on the Rosh Chodesh. It says on the uh, the holy thing Haseich for like a meaning for a korban, you should give a libation. A Nesach Shechar Lashem, a libation that is Shechar, that's alcohol. Meaning one, meaning one. Okay? So it says again, So here also in the bright there, Binatan saying the double language have a haseich nesach indicates two different libations. So this is another source, one for one wine libation, but another source for the water libation. The Gemara says, Same question we have with Rabbi Kiva, why don't we say that they're both wine libations, just double libation? In Cain, no, if that would be the case, if the Torah wanted to indicate you give two of the same libation, it would use two of the same word. My Haseich Nesach, what is indicated by the fact that it chose a slightly different word? Haseich in the verb and Nesach. So, Shemad Mina, Achad Maya, Machad Techamar. We can learn from there that one of them is of water and one of them is of uh, one. Okay. So, Ella Rabbi Gvar says, now, Haditnan, this will be learned in a Mishnah in Masach Sukkah. It says, Nisu Hamayim Kol Shiva. It says that we perform in Nisu Hamayim all seven days of Sukkot. Mane, who is the opinion that holds such a thing? Now, again, we'll review all of them, but we'll see these. The point is, until now, we've been seeing several opinions that connect Pashivarach Medagashim to Nisu Hamayim, and connected to Nisu Hamayim to particular days during Sukkot. But each of them is limited, seemingly, to particular days, or at least starting on a particular day, none of them seem to indicate that you have a Nisuch HaMayim the whole time. And that's what we're going to see now. If it's Rabbi Yeshua, it should only be um, one, it should only be one day. Why? Because what did Rabbi Yeshua say? Oh, I forgot. What did Rabbi Yeshua say? Anybody remember? 
The last day. Right? He says he says he says on the last day. So if that's the case, you should only have one day of Nizuka mind. E Rabbi Akiva, who says you start on the sixth day, Treyome, it should be two days. E Rabbi Bateira, Shita Yome. Rabbi Bateira says you start on Monday, not Monday, the second day, you only get six days. So what are you gonna do? So either you have one day, uh, uh, two days, or six days, no one's saying seven days. So Kabar says, the Olam Rabbi Ben Bateira. So really we'll say it's Rabbi Ben Bateira, okay, who says six days. And he must hold like Rabbi Yudah of the Mishnah. It's not, it's the Mishnah taught us. Rabbi Yudah Belog held in the Mishnah that with the log, a log is a, a measurement of liquid volume, they would do the libation with a full log all eight days, all eight days. Okay, so he holds like that. And what he's doing is removing the first day and putting in the eighth day. Meaning, Rabbi Yudah he says we start this on day two. The problem with day two is that it only takes us six days, not seven days. So yeah, maybe holding Rabbi Yudah that you have the Nitzchamayim on the eighth day as well. So if you start day two, you go through day eight, that ends up being seven days. So that kind of works out. Mark says, yeah, but wait a second. Omaishna region Delo. He says, but then why wouldn't you then also do Nitzchamayim on day one? Like it's sort of a weird thing. Uh, why wouldn't you do that? He says, no. He says, yeah, because he says, remember, Rabbi said that the whole hint to the water is from the extra le- extra leathers, right? So the extra leather man from Nitzke Hem is on day two. So that's the Yisrael Nitzchamayim, and you leave out day one. Where he says, yeah, but that's the case. Shmini Nami ki remize mayim bishvi hu deramize. Yeah, but that's the case. Then you can't justify adding a Nitzchamayim on the eighth day because the eighth day doesn't have any hint at all. The seventh day is the one that has a hint to Nitzchamayim. So it really doesn't work out that way at all. So El of Rabbi Gemara says Rabbi Yoshuahi. So let's go back. Maybe we'll say it's Rabbi Yehoshua. Okay. Um, and what you'll have to say, therefore, is meaning we'll go back to Rabbi Yeshua's opinion that we start saying uh, we say uh, only on the eighth day. Okay, so that's where the, I guess we have the idea about the the uh, from. But you'll say is not from the psukim that indicate a particular day. Rather, nizuchamayim is a hilchotah which means it's a halacha lemoshe mitzinai. What's halacha lemoshe mitzinai? It means a halacha that we have in the Torah, but it's not actually in the written Torah. It's a tradition that we have from Moshe Rabbeinu, so we assume it's from the Torah itself, I mean, or from God Himself, from Har Sinai. But it's not something that we have in the Pesukim themselves. Dam Rabbi Ami, Am Rabbi Yochanan, Meshuma Nechunya Ish Bikat Beit Chortan. They have this long list of rabbis who quote Rabbi Nechunya Ish Bikat Beit Chortan. It's from this place up called Beit Chortan. It's kind of a famous line that comes up several times in Shas. Esher Nitiot Arabah Benisuchamayim Halacha LaMoshe Mitzina. There's many more Halacha LaMoshe Mitzina that we have, but this is a famous list of three. Esher Nitiot. We'll explain in a second. Arabah and so the third one is the key one, and this Ramayim is Allah Khalabosh Mishinai, and then the Mishnah that says we do it all three days, so I can follow uh, Rabbi Yoshua. Okay, what's Esther Nitiyot? Esther Nitiyot is a very particular din that has to do with what's called the Tosefet Shibi'it. That we have a law that we like to uh, add on to Kodesh days, days of Kedushah, like Shabbat. We have something called Tosefet Shabbat. We want to start Shabbat a little bit early, we end Shabbat a little bit late. We have a Tosefet Yom Tov. We add Yom Tov a little bit early, we end a little bit late. We have Tosefet Yom Kippur. We start Yom Kippur. All these days of Yom Tov, Shabbat, all the Kodesh things, we like to start a little early and a little bit late. We have the same thing with Shvi'it, with Shvi'it, so seven 
date is actually a month, it's 30 days earlier. And when you have that, so there is one leniency. One of the leniencies is that if you have a field that's called a Beit Sa'ah, which is a 50 by 50 ama area, and you have 10 saplings, young trees, scattered out in a particular pattern throughout that uh, Beit Sa'ah, throughout that field, then you're allowed to plow around the saplings during that 30-day period so they don't die. Basically, you want to keep the saplings going because they're so young and need the growth. Once you're allowed to do that, you're allowed to plow the entire field, okay? If you're, again, if you have these 10 saplings and you're, again, little saplings, you're allowed to plow around them during Tosef eat. If you have the 10 in the Beit Sa'ah, you can plow the whole field. Who says you can plow the whole field? That seems like a wild idea. That's Allah Chalosh Mitzvah. Okay? Fine, that's one. Uh, Arava is the idea that in the Beit HaMikdash, they would take willow branches and they would march around the Mizbeach with the willow branches every day. Kind of like what we do with the Lulava and Estro around the Bima on, uh, during Sukkot. But this is with an Arava in the Beit HaMikdash. Okay, that also, where does that come from? There's no such indication of that in the Torah. That's the Lachmos Mishina in the way of our case, Nisuf HaMaim. Okay, great, let's continue. The Gemara uh, quotes, Rabbi Nuh Omer Mishur Bishua Ha'over Libnei Tiba B'yoda Ba'achron Shachag Ha'achron Maskir Ha'rishon Yomaskir Yomta Ha'rishon Shabezach Ha'rishon Maskir Ha'achron Yomaskir As we remember before, Rabbi Nuh says in the name of Yeshua that the first Chazin on the first, the last day of Sukkot, the Baal Musa, the Acharon, will mention Mashiach Ruach, the, the Rishon, Baal Shachrit, will not do so, right? And the same thing, the reverse, that happens on the first day of Pesach, where the Baal Shachrit mentions it, but the Baal Musa does not, because we start to say, Tfilat Ta. Okay, so Gemara says, Hey, Rabbi Yeshua, which Rabbi Yeshua are we talking about here, who says such a thing that we have within the day of Sukkot, right, that last day of Sukkot, we split it. Shachrit, we, uh, we don't say Mashiach Ruach, but Musaf, we don't. Uh, uh, most of we do. He said, If he says to Rabbi Yeshua in our Mishnah, He says, On the Yom of Achron, the last day of Sukkot, meaning Shmini Yatzeret, you mention Mashiach Baruch. The implication is, you do that the whole day. Not only in Musaf, the whole day. So it can't really be him. So Ella, rather, will say it's Rabbi Yeshua, the Breitah. So maybe it's Rabbi Yeshua of the Breitah. Okay? But the Gemara says, but Amar Mishat Hanachato. Rabbi Shimon the Brayta said, the time of Hanachah, the time you leave the, the Lulav, then you start to say Mashiv Ruch. But leaving the Lulav alone is the seventh day. It's the seventh day of Sukkot. That's when we stop doing the Lulav. So maybe that would be uh, that would be the seventh day, not really the eighth day. So what's going on there? But two, furthermore, Hadatanya, this will be learned in the Brayta, Rabbi Dil Mir, Mishum Ben Betera. Rabbi Dil quoted Ben Betera, Haoberli Ben Tivaba Yom Tabachon Shachaka Achro Maskir. Right? It's the same thing, same question. And our Mishnah, when it says that he quotes his Ben Betera who says that in the last day of, uh, of Sukkot the Baal Musaf mentions Mashiv Ruach, but the Baal Shachar doesn't again hey Ben Betera similar question who's this Ben Betera we're talking about Elaine Rabbi who's the Ben Betera if it's this Rabbi Rabbi Ben Betera Ha'amar B'Sheni B'Chagum we already learned in the previous Amun that he says you start mentioning on the second day of Sukkot not all the way on Shemini Yatzeret so Amram Nacham Bar Yitzchak Shram Nacham Bar Yitzchak says um, one second I should say it's called one second he says, uh, Tarvayu, it says in the Bach here. Both of them should be for Rabbi Yeshua ben Betera. It should be not Rabbi Yehuda ben Betera, Rabbi Yeshua ben Betera. It's actually called as follows well. It's Rabbi Yeshua and ben Betera. It's the same guy, Rabbi Yeshua ben Betera. Why? Zinin dekarle bishmei, vizinin dekarle bishmei da'aba. Sometimes they called him by his own name, Rabbi Yeshua, and sometimes they call him by his name of his father, ben Betera. 
And this is one is before he got the smicha. So before he got actual smicha, he wasn't called Rebbe yet. Rebbe is a title for somebody who has smicha, right? The, the, the tradition where he gets the smicha from his Rebbe. So then he called him Ben Bedera. Once he got smicha, they called him uh, Rebbe Yoshua. And that's the case he put together Rebbe Shua. And Ben Bedera, then the opinions seem to work out. Okay, now. The Gemara says, Tana, we don't need the Baraita, last year. It says, when it comes to Tal, meaning do, and Ruchot, wins, the Chachamim did not obligate us to mention those things. And even though we say, Mashiv HaRuach, the Ruach part is not so essential. Okay? And even though we sometimes say, according to some Shitot, Morid HaTal, Right? Uh, if you know, it's not such an essential thing to say. If you skip over the top, that's such a big deal. Okay? Why? If you want to say it, you can say it. There's nothing wrong with saying it, but just don't, we don't obligate them. Really, Geshem is the main thing that we have to say, and the Tal and Ruach, not so important. My time, what's the reason? I'm Rabbi Chanina. Rabbi Chanina says, because neither the wind nor the dew ever really stop. Okay? Meaning every day, you're going to have winds, and you're going to have some dew. Right? This morning, it's still the, it's still the sunny season, I woke up, and there's dew all over my car. Right? There's always dew outside. That's from where do we know that Tal does not stop? And you can't say, you could say, well, science tells me the sign that dew doesn't stop, but we don't want to look for our pasuk in the Torah. As it says, actually in Malachim Aleph, So Eliyahu, the Navi, says to Achav, by the way, it's a great pasuk, it says to Eliyahu HaTishbi, Eliyahu HaGiladi, it's a pasuk, you know where you're from. Okay, he says to Achav, he's threatening Achav here with a famine, he says, Chay Hashem, okay, Yisrael, like, you know, by, by, I swear by God, you know who I stood before. It says, will, like, there will not be talumatar, any dew or rain, except by my word, says God. Okay, so this is the threat to Ahab, who's a terrible king, that there's not going to be any more uh, rain, there's going to be a famine. And then later it says, Okay, Hashem says to Aliyah and Abi, go tell Ahab or show Ahab, I'm going to put rain over the face of the earth. Okay, that God says that now is the end of the famine. There's going to be rain. But Tal, he didn't say anything about Tal anymore. I mean, the threat was for both Tal and Matar. But when it comes to like taking taking back and sort of the end of the famine, Hashem doesn't say anything about Tal. Kamar says, my time, uh, what's the reason? So I apologize for myself going the next, uh, you don't have it, and then you don't have the photocopies. It's my time on Bishum Delo Me'atar. Okay? So, uh, it's because it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. That's the idea. That's the source. But you see the difference. Like he, even though he, he says something about Tal beforehand, but he really only focused on the Matar, on the rain. You see Tal does not stop. We'll pause there and continue with Shem tomorrow. Shkosh, everybody.